Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Energetic Abundance Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Willette, and I am super pumped for this episode today because here is the thing, you guys. Today, I'm saving you a ton of time. We are learning the most important things that entrepreneurs need to know to grow deeply aligned businesses, and we are also learning what not to really worry about, what not to spend too much of our time on, because when we have these pillars in place, everything can just flow and fall together with so much more ease. Okay, but before we get going, I want to share a little bit about what's new with me. Okay, you guys, it is day two of keto after the holidays. I have never detoxed from sugar this badly in my life. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I was just trying to embody like my Winnie the Pooh self and literally just like sticking my hand into a pot of honey and like licking the honey off. Like that's what it feels like I was doing for all of December because I, when I, I I go in and out of keto a lot, like, and I never have a hard time transitioning. I never have a hard time detoxing from sugar because I normally don't eat a lot of sugar. Like I just don't like sweet things. I could eat like an entire like meat and cheese tray. No problem. But like, I'm really not one for desserts normally, and that wasn't the case for this holiday. So my sugar detox has been real, but I knew that I needed to go back on keto. And also, I want to let you guys know, keto might not be the diet for you. Keto is the diet for me because I also have a brain injury, okay? So that really helps me keep my brain a lot clearer and keep it a lot more and keep me a lot more energized throughout the day. It helps me to reduce my inflammation. There's a lot of reasons why keto is the right diet for me, but I am never ever saying that to be successful, you need to change the way you eat or you need to eat the way that I eat. I'm just sharing with you guys how I eat because this is my podcast and this has also been a really major place that I've focused a lot of my intention over the last, I guess, 48 hours. So the reason that I'm doing this is because sugar makes my brain feel really, really fuzzy. It's been really, really hard for me to even get a sentence out these last few days. Like, I don't know what's going on, but knowing that I have an event in Toronto, I have my intuitive expansion event with Natasha Mack in Toronto, where we will be leading a group of entrepreneurs through a spiritually dedicated morning where we help them connect to their heart space, help them really tap into their intuition and receive guidance from there. And then in the afternoon, I spend the entire time teaching you guys exactly what I'm teaching in this podcast episode. Well, it's going to be a lot more in depth in the event because I have two hours of your time and not like 40 minutes of your time. And I can give you like workbooks and handouts and all that great stuff. And I can really give you personalized attention at the event. But Like I was getting really, really nervous as to how I could conduct myself through that long, through that period of time speaking with you guys, knowing that my brain fog was so bad, knowing that I was really having such a hard time. So I'm already feeling a lot clearer. I'm already feeling the sugar starting to move its way through my body and out of my body. And it really feels like it was the right choice for me to have that during the event. I'm really, really excited that that's a choice that I make. Number two, you guys, it is starting to get cold here. We know that I really like to get outside in the wintertime because truthfully where I live, it's mosquitoes and black flies from like May, mm -mm, 
April-ish to, and like in April, there's still snow on the ground. So like, it's not even summertime, but the bugs are already up. Okay. So it's mosquitoes and black flies from like April to, mm, I want to say around late September. And then it's cold. Like from October on, it's essentially winter time. So it's getting a little bit too cold for me to go outside. So far, my strategy has been to steal Chris's snowboarding gear, and that's been a really big help for me. But snowshoeing is on the endangered species list in my life, like RIP snowboarding or RIP snowshoeing. And I don't know, I'm really going to miss it if I end up having to take a few weeks off because I just love being in the snow and in the trees and really decompressing in that way. And really starting my day with like an audiobook or a podcast or whatever. And because the sun is still rising so late, I'm actually recording this episode before sunrise so that when it's done, I can just get dressed, get in my snow snowshoeing outfit and head right outside so that I am not snowshoeing in the dark with a headlamp, which I would do, but I'd rather be outside and in the daylight hours because that's just so much better for my body specifically. Like not only is it so good for my body to be out amongst the trees, but it's so good for my body to be out in limited daylight that we're getting. Okay. But long story short, it's getting too cold. My snowshoeing is in danger. Okay. But I'm just stealing Chris's stuff for now. And even though my face is getting cold, it's ultimately still fine. Also, biscuit has been so bad. Like I, I can't even emphasize, like if anyone wants me to FedEx them a very bad yellow cat, just like DM me on Instagram because like this little boy is being like a demon level bad. Like I don't even understand how to explain it, but like I kind of want to make him an Instagram account that just shames him constantly because Did he knock over one of mom's glasses off of the ledge yesterday? Yeah. Did he scratch mom nine times yesterday because I wasn't petting him? Yeah. Does he just run around the house and make a lot of noise when I'm trying to record podcast episodes and then meow because I'm not engaging with him? Yeah. Is it distracting? Yeah. But here I am. I don't know. Just essentially embodying Mother Teresa and raising this cat with all the love that I can possibly have in my heart and also occasionally quarantining him into our bedroom because it can limit the damage that he does. But bad boy, bad boy at hotmail.com. That's where you can reach biscuit for any business inquiries. Um, If someone feels like sponsoring him with like some type of CBD for pets, that would be ideal for us because I don't know. Biscuit needs some type of over-the-counter support for him being good. And I don't know what that looks like yet, but we're here to figure it out. Okay. And the last thing is something that my Virgo heart is so excited about. Okay. I, this is something that I've done on and off in the past. Like my human design type is a manifesting generator. I fall in and out of routines a lot of the time. Like sometimes I'm really feeling it. Sometimes I'm not. Same with going to the gym. Same with working out. Same with all of that stuff. Okay. I am recommitting to having a clean house because 
last week when our power went out, we had to move our bed to our dining room because that's where our propane fireplace is because that's the only part of our house that had heat while the power was out and all that stuff. But it also meant that our entire house, because our, our living area of our house is pretty small, like it's pretty condensed. Like my office is a little bit of a separate area and our master bedroom and our TV room is a bit of a separate area. But like when you walk in the door, you see the kitchen, you see the dining room, like that's it. And when you walked in the door last week, there was just like a bed where our dining room table was supposed to be and a bunch of clutter and mess because that's not really how our house is supposed to look. So our house was a hot ass mess last week. I wasn't really loving that for me. I wasn't really feeling it. My little Virgo heart was getting very stressed. My Virgo rising and Virgo moon babe was like having a bit of a conniption. Like I'm not going to lie, but it was a lot of work to get our bed out here and we didn't want to change. We didn't want to take the half an hour or 45 minutes it would take to move it all back until the weekend. So we did. Our house is finally feeling fine. But I say all of this because I want you to know that I am recommitting to having a clean house. And the way that I find is the most helpful is I just routinify it all. So I am back into doing the fly lady method and the morning routine. Okay, now this is when you really get into the fly lady method, like I hear a lot of stuff that doesn't really resonate with me. Like this is kind of a a cleaning system that seems to be mostly for like women who really want to be housekeepers and really want to be homemakers and like. I have a Venus in Cancer. There's a part of me that wants to do that, like really wants to be that like hashtag domestic goddess. But I find a lot of the verbiage used in the fly lady method to be kind of like, well, you should have this super clean home because you're a woman and that's your role. And I don't really resonate with all of that. But I can also, I'm also the type of person that can sort of cut through all of that stuff and be like, okay, but is what they're teaching useful? And what they're teaching is useful for me. Okay. So the main way that I'm committing to the fly lady method, because like, honestly, to fully commit to the entire thing, and there's YouTube videos on how to do this and all of that, like, that's a huge lifestyle change. What I like to do is I like to commit to the morning routine. Okay. That's making your bed, starting a load of laundry, emptying the dishwasher, tidying your bathroom, setting your intentions for the day, and getting dressed all the way to your shoes. Like dressing all the way. And for me in the wintertime, that's slippers because my house is too cold. But anyways, and that is kind of a really great way to start your day. Like if you, especially if you're someone who works from home, like I hate it when my house is messy because my house is my office. Like Imagine just working every day in a messy office. Like that might be something you're able to do, but if I can minimize that wherever possible and really help make my space look aesthetic and clean and styled, that's how I'm at my best. So I'm recommitting to that. And it's honestly really, really helpful. I started doing it late last week. I'm now doing it probably like 90% of the time. I don't do it every single morning. Like 
yesterday night I cleaned my bathroom. So I'm not going to re-clean my bathroom this morning. You know what I mean? Like I really do let it flow, but I find when I'm starting my day with a clean bathroom, a made bed, an empty dishwasher, and a load of laundry started. And then I fold and put away that laundry when I take my lunch break at work. That's me kind of at my best. That's me really feeling like I'm on top of my shit. And it really gives me the mental space to have my work shit together. And that's ultimately what it's all for, right? Like, I don't ever want to be in a position where I feel like I can't do my best work because my thoughts are really, really cluttered and the energy of my house is off. So I can't channel my energy properly for you guys. So having a really clean house is kind of bay. And you can look at the fly lady method pretty much on any platform and you will receive content about it. But I found it really, really helpful on YouTube because it talks about like, if you want to full out commit to the entire thing and like, if you full out commit to the entire thing, you will have a clean house and a super organized life all the time. I'm just not really looking for that type of commitment in my life. Um, but like, if you want to learn more about it, you can just search fly lady method on YouTube and you will see like lots of like domestic goddesses just fucking crushing it in terms of their housekeeping abilities. I don't know. Okay. Now into the actual content of this episode, which I'm very excited about. Now I know a lot of you guys are light workers and highly sensitive beings and empaths and all of that good stuff. And you're not looking to waste your already limited energy, okay? So that can be a really, really big roadblock for people who are trying to start businesses and who are like, oh, there's so much I need to learn and I'm so stressed about it and I've really got a lot to, I've got a lot to take on and I've got to learn how to do social media and build a website and make my offers and sell to people and do all of this and learn to have Facebook ads and do all of that. No, Okay. I'm going to tell you the most important things to focus on to have a super aligned and profitable, wow, profitable business without wasting a bunch of your energy. Because I know that if you're running a bit, even if you're not a highly sensitive person, if you're running a business and you have like a child, if you're running a business and you have a house or even an apartment, like you've got shit on your plate. Okay. Like you don't need to waste a bunch of your time on stuff that doesn't matter. Like what I want to let you know is that if you can master these four things, everything else will fall into place. Okay. So if you can master money mindset, soulful selling, personal branding, but before all of that, get really aligned to who your ideal client is and start embodying the energy that they're really craving, then sis, like you're, you're kind of locked and loaded. Like Everything else can really easily fall into place if you've got those things all together. So let me explain to you exactly how I would approach this. So number one, you got to align to your ideal client and start embodying the energy they're craving. So that means in your business, before you even have an offer, before you've got anything else, just figure out like, who do I want to help? Who do I want to work with? What are they like? And then start thinking like, okay, how can I solve the problems that they're struggling with? Like how how can I really use my skill sets and work with this type of person? And then from there, as you get more specific on your ideal client and how you'd like to help them, you can start embodying the energy that they're craving. And I'm going to use my own business as an example. Okay. So you guys know I'm a business coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. 
the energy that my ideal clients are really craving is someone who knows their shit, is someone who can like hold somebody's hand through the process with kindness and with confidence. Okay. So that's the energy that I'm embodying. When I show up in my business, I leave like my shit at the door pretty much. Like if I'm having a bad day, if Biscuit has just dumped an entire glass of water on my lap, actually no, Biscuit's going on on blast if he's bad on my Instagram stories. Like we know this, Biscuit's going on blast. But for the most part, I really try to embody like a kindness and a confidence because I know that for somebody to trust me with their business, they want to trust somebody who's kind and confident and who's really knows what they're talking about, hence the confidence, and who isn't going to make you feel like shit for not knowing what you're talking about, hence the kindness. Because you guys know I've been in the online marketing space since I was 15 years old, okay? That's when I started blogging. That's when I started having, that's when I started going around my town and making people's Facebook business pages. And I've been obsessed with it ever since. I'm not here to make you feel like shit because you weren't a huge nerd in high school and just like making people's Facebook business pages for like the local ice cream shop. Like that's not my style. Okay. So what I did is I got really clear, like, okay, I want to serve spiritual entrepreneurs. I want to serve spiritual entrepreneur coaches. Like that's what I want to help them with. And I now have branched out to helping coaches and creatives. So like you might be a graphic designer looking to get more clients, but as long as you're a spiritual person, like we're fine. We're good. Okay. And then I started really saying, okay, how can I amplify the kindness inside me, inside myself? Like I've got a Libra Mars. So like, I think I'm a pretty nice and gentle and fair person in general. And how can I really embody confidence so people know that they can trust me with their business and my Mercury and Leo really kind of makes that easy on me. But in general, like if your chart doesn't really support you, see what other parts of your natal chart are really going to help support you. See what other aspects of your personality that you just picked on through your life and through how you were parented and how you were raised and how you adapted. See how those things can support you. Okay. Because if you can really figure out who your ideal client is and figure out what energy they're craving in the in the person that they hire to solve the problem that you solve, if that makes sense. So like, you're kind of good. Like your social media strategy is going to make a lot more sense. Cause like, I know that as long as I'm embodying the energy of kindness and confidence in everything that I come out with, then it's going to resonate because I want people to read my content and be like, wow, she can help me because guess what? I can. And I'm really confident in the fact that I can because I've done so much work. I've done so much mindset work around it. And I've done so much, um, like I've done just so much self-worth work to know that I am really confident. And now I can help other people get results in their business because I'm really able to channel my confidence in a way that encourages people to work with me. And that encourages people to go out on a limb and, really invest in their business to get the results that they want to have. But if I was kind of being like smart, snarky and acting like I know everything and that you don't know anything, or if I really was embodying an energy of self-doubt, people wouldn't want to hire, like my ideal clients wouldn't want to hire me because like they're already doubting themselves. They don't need somebody, they don't need a coach who's doubting themselves. Okay. So if I was going on my Instagram stories and saying like, 
well, like, I'm not sure if it'll work, but here's, I guess, an idea that could kind of work for you. And I don't know, like, I might be wrong. Just like, if I was really embodying like a wishy-washy energy, like people aren't going to trust me with their career. Like that's what their business is, is their career. Like that's their livelihood, right? Like I want to be someone who like people trust with their business. Like you wouldn't come to a workshop with somebody who wasn't confident in what they were teaching. Like you wouldn't pay thousands of dollars to work with somebody to help grow their business if they weren't confident in what they were teaching. And I'm really, really lucky that I learned early that if I can embody that confidence, if I could nurture that confidence and remind myself of all the ways that I'm confident, then that really works for me. So now to apply it to you, say you're a health coach and your ideal client is um, like moms who are postpartum and are wanting to, I don't know, like fit back into their pre-pregnancy genes. Like say that is your thing and you love working with them. And A, I think that all moms are amazing and warriors. And if you don't fit back into your pre-pregnancy genes, then fuck them. You just like had a, had a fucking baby. So that like, that's how I feel about it. But I've never had a baby before. I don't know. Like maybe I would really want to fit back into my pre-pregnancy genes. And I think that there are a lot of health coaches that do a lot of really, really amazing work with postpartum women and who really, really are able to get postpartum women back to a point of feeling confident in their bodies. Okay. So say you're a health coach and your ideal client is postpartum women who want to fit back into their genes. I want you to think like what type of postpartum woman, woman do you want to be working with? What are they looking for in a health coach? Are they looking for someone who's really, really body positive? That's going to encourage them to get fit, but encourage them to love their body no matter what, and really work on their confidence. Are you working with postpartum women who are like, no, I've had this baby and I want to get shredded. How can you really embody that energy of like confidence, almost to the point of like cockiness where it's like, yeah, no, I will get you shredded. Like, are they, are they looking for coaches posting like gym selfies of their six pack? Are they looking for a coach who is taking pictures of all of their, of all of their meals? Are they looking for a coach that is really embodying like the no excuses type of energy? Are they looking for a coach that's saying like, yeah, we all have hard days. It's okay if you had a Sunday, just get back on track the next day. Like what type of energy is your ideal client looking for? And how can you channel that energy into who you already are? Okay, because this isn't about being somebody else. This is about saying, okay, how can I channel my energy to both attract my ideal clients and to be more of myself? Because like, me leaving my drama at the door. Like I don't go to my Instagram stories with my relationship drama. Okay. That doesn't mean I'm not being my authentic self. That means that I don't tell my Instagram stories about relationship drama. I tell my sister, you know, like that's, that's what that means because I know that my audience isn't going to trust a business coach who is venting about her relationship all the time. And biscuit just hopped up onto my lap and let's see if he's going to be good or if he's going to have to be evicted. So if you can really nail that ideal client aspect of it, then we're ready to move on to money mindset. Okay. Now money mindset is like pretty much how your brain thinks about money and how your brain thinks about your ability to create and manifest money for yourself. So this is where we can really get into 
do you have an abundance mindset or do you have a lack mindset? Like that's a really good litmus test as to really what, where your money mindset is at. Like if you have the mindset around investing in your business of like, oh my God, like a thousand dollars for a coach, that's way too much money. Or if your mindset is more along the lines of, okay, well, if this helps me grow my business, if this really will give me results that I can use for the rest of my life, then this is an investment in myself and in my future. And it's incredibly valuable. Like if you believe that money flows freely to you and that you can create more money for yourself and that you can hit your income goals because you understand the energetics of money, then you've got a great money mindset. But most people don't like, and I also want to let you guys know that I like multiple times a year, like I feel like, oh, wow, I've learned everything about money mindset. I have nothing left to learn. And a few weeks later, like I will totally get to a point where it's like, nope, looks like I'm, looks like I have no idea what I'm talking about. Like, looks like I really have to start from scratch. Like money mindset can be a cyclical thing. And the goal is to have your money mindset be unshakable, regardless of your financial situation. Understanding that if you're in a time of financial hardship, that it's just temporary and that money is flowing to you always, that money is really able to come into your life with ease. Okay. And the reason that this is so important is because a big part of money mindset is being willing to ask for money. And that doesn't mean like, oh, mom and dad, like I need money to help with my rent. Like, that's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is when you're aligned with your money mindset, you are able to sell so much more clearly because you're able to receive money. Okay. Like no part of you, if your money mindset is unlocked, no part of you is feeling shameful in charging what you charge for your services. You understand that um, like your energy has worth and that your energy has value and that by charging what you charge, you're not just doing yourself a favor, but you're doing your clients a favor because you're asking for an energetic investment from them and they'll be able to get better results. Like I don't really offer my coaching for free. Like sometimes I'll offer scholarships to people, but I don't really offer my coaching for free to people. And I never really have because like, I think I did once or twice earlier on, like I offered people a few free coaching calls, but what I noticed is that because they didn't pay for it, it just ended up me ended up turning into a, like an hour long session of me just gassing someone up, which like I'm more than fine to do, but then they never implement or took advice from what I was teaching them. And that was really, really frustrating for me because I was like, okay, well, you said you wanted help growing your business. I gave you a bunch of advice, but because they didn't pay for it, they weren't able to really connect the dots with their value. So then now that's something that I no longer offer. And that feels really, really good to me because if I'm going to offer you some type of content, I want it to be content that you can really, really easily apply to your life. And that's, really how I can do my best work. And that's how I can really channel my energy for the best way possible. So if you're really wanting a great resource on money mindset, one of my favorite books, and this is going to sound like a stupid title if you've never heard it before, but it's called You Are a Badass at Making Money. Like that is the vibe that you should feel to be really, really like at the top of your money mindset game is like, yeah, I can hit my income goals at any point. Like the author goes through 
like where she started being super broke in her forties and now growing like an eight or nine figure. I'm not sure if she's at eight or nine figures in her business, but at least an eight figure business after she turned 40. Okay. So if you think it's too late for you, like if you're in your thirties and you're like, I'm never going to be a success. Okay. This girl was living in like a one bedroom studio repurposed garage situation when she was like 40. Okay. So you will be fine. You can get your shit together money wise at any point. And being really, really empowered around your money. Like that's why I talk about personal finance so much as well, especially on my Instagram is because money mindset is your mindset around all of money. It's around receiving money. It's around spending money. It's around hitting your income goals. It's about managing your finances. Like if you can be in your power around every single aspect of money, like if you have no fear in checking your bank account, regardless of what the balance is, like then you got your money mindset on lock. And a lot of these things sound like they're easier to do when you have a lot of money, but not necessarily. Like it can be a really long road to mastering your money mindset. And that's why I focus on it with my one-on-one clients, but it is so, so major. So if you're aligning to your ideal client and you've got your money mindset going, then like, Sis, you're already halfway there. You're already nailing two of the pillars that I'm going to be sharing about. The third thing I want you to focus on learning how to do, and this really builds off of the money mindset piece of it, is I want you to learn how to sell really soulfully. Like I want you to feel like you're doing your heart's and your soul's work when you're selling. And it's pretty simple, right? Like if you have a... If you have a product that you know will help change the lives of your ideal client, I want you to feel no shame in selling that product as much as you need to, right? Like my coaching offer costs thousands of dollars, okay? But here's the thing. My coaching offer gets a fucking wicked return on investment because when you learn the things that I'm talking about here and even like this podcast is great, but really when you learn this over the course of four months with a coach paying really close attention and you have like unlimited voice note support with that coach, you end up going into a four month period of extreme and rapid personal and professional growth. And that has an amazing return on investment. So yeah, it costs thousands of dollars to work with me because I'm pouring in so much of my energy into your business. Like I kind of picture myself as becoming a partner in everyone's business that I work with because that's how invested I feel in the clients that I work with. Like, I feel like their business is my business a little bit. And I really like focus so much of my energy on that business and how to really help somebody grow that business and how to really fill the gaps in what's getting maybe too much attention, what's maybe not getting enough attention so that they can have a profitable and soul aligned business. Like that's what I want to do. So yeah, it does cost money to work with me. And for a long time, I was like, no, that's so much money. Like I feel so bad selling it. Now, when I come across somebody who says that they want to grow their business and is having a hard time, I'm like, sis, check out my work with me page because like I can help you do this because a, I know that there aren't a lot of business coaches for spiritual entrepreneurs who coach people the way that I do with embodiment coaching, money mindset, soulful selling, and personal branding, which is the fourth thing we're going to be talking about in this episode. I know that not a lot of coaches use my approach. 
And I know that my approach fucking works. So if you want to grow your business, then like, then I'm going to tell you about my offer. Cause I know that my offer can help you grow your business. Like that's why I feel like no shadow and no shame around selling because I'm selling like my soul's work. And that's the energy that I want you to be really embodying as you share your offers as well. Like if you can nail that, if you can really view every single selling conversation as an opportunity to help and more deeply connect and more deeply serve your audience instead of like, instead of, I don't know, like self-sabotaging your selling conversations or not selling as much as you know that you should be or anything like that, then like, you're going to be fine. Honestly, like soulful selling is a really, really major aspect of running a business. And I'll tell you one specific fact. Okay. It will take your audience seeing an offer seven to 12 times before they take action on average. Okay. So if you think that sharing your offers once a week is enough for your audience, then it's going to be up to seven weeks until you see results. If you can share your offer or even sometimes more than that, like there's some research that shows that it takes up to 12 times to really see an offer and connect with it before they take action. Like it takes you seven to 12 times of seeing an offer and saying, Ooh, I want that. And maybe even clicking onto the website and saying, Oh, but not right now. Like it takes you seven to 12 times of sharing your offer before somebody takes action. And if you're a health coach and you have a $600 offer, if you are a business coach and you have a thousands of dollar offer, if you're a VA and you have thousands of dollars, if you're a Reiki uh, practitioner and your sessions cost a hundred or two hundred dollars. Like, honestly, it can take people a lot of time before they're ready to spend that type of money, especially if they've not really done that type of work before, like spiritual services, rightly so, but they can cost a lot of money. Okay. So it's about like really being willing to put yourself out there consistently. And if you have any shame or any shadow around that, that's okay. Like everybody does, but ultimately you're going to want to have to, you're going to want to be able to move past that because you will sell in every single aspect of your business and in every single aspect of your life. Like when you're sitting with your partner and you're like, Oh, I really want to go here for dinner. And he's like, Oh no, I want to go here. Or she's like, Oh, I want to go here. Then honestly, you're going to need to learn how to sell the restaurant that you want to go to. Well, like if we go here, then we can get this and this and this and this and this and it's closer. And it says like, if you think you're not selling in that conversation, you're selling. Okay. So learning how to sell from a place of service and from a place of soul is one of the most important things that you can do in your business. Because literally, like if you ask somebody to follow you on Instagram, you're selling to them. If you ask somebody to invest in your offer, you're selling to them, obviously. If you ask somebody to join your Facebook group, you're selling to them. Like anytime you're asking somebody to invest deeper into your business, whether that's energetically or monetarily, then sis, you're selling. And you're going to have to learn how to do that in a way that feels really good to you and is really, really aligned with your soul. Because the amount of times that I get on calls with spiritual entrepreneurs and I'm like, what's your least favorite part of your business? And they're like selling. I'm like, ooh, sis, like that's going to have to be step one. Like selling is the most important thing that you can do. Because it's so, so major to your growth. Okay?
Oh, one more thing that I want to add before I move to the next part. If you, if when you're selling or you've sold your offer, you feel like you're asking somebody to do you a favor. So here's an example. When I would get on my coaching calls with people, I, and sometimes it would work. Sometimes I would still close the deal. But like when people would invest in me, I would feel like, oh my God, I'm so happy. They did me such a favor because now I can have another client or now I can have income over the next few months or now I can have XYZ. Now I can have XYZ. Like, yes, obviously it feels really, really good to sign a client, but that shouldn't be the main thing that you're feeling when you sell an offer. Like that's not really, that's not really the energetics that we want to be going with. Like when people invest in your offer, yes, you're getting money and yes, it's great, but ultimately they're doing themselves a favor, right? Like that's, ultimately the difference is they're doing themselves a favor because they're investing in a product or service. And yes, you're the one who's delivering it, but they're investing in a product or service that's going to help them. And instead of being happy for yourself and being like, Oh my God, I'm so lucky that somebody invested in me. You need to be happy for them because like, I'm fucking happy for them. Like, that's amazing. I'm really, really pumped for them if they're investing in an offer. Okay. The last thing I want to focus on is personal branding. Now, this sounds like really businessy. Okay. I get it. Sounds really businessy, but it's not that businessy. Okay. Personal branding, whether you have a business or not, you have a personal brand. Like my sister, Ashley, she does not have a business on Instagram or anything like that. In fact, the only post that she has on her Instagram is a picture of a banana in a home phone dock. Like I don't like, like for a wireless phone, just like as though a banana is being charged in a wireless phone dock. Like, I don't understand why that's there, but that's also very aligned to her personal brand. She's a Sagittarius rising Leo sun, Aries moon. She's never given a fuck in her life and she will not. She does not care about Instagram. She just posts things that she thinks are funny. She posted that like I don't know, two or three years ago, and she won't post anything else. She still has a personal brand that's very aligned with Ashley's personal brand. Like my mom really embodies this like chaotic, good energy along with the energy of like a gremlin that somebody fed, but only like on full moons. Like she's very, very strange. She doesn't have an online profile. She has a personal brand. Like when Chris, like Chris doesn't have an Instagram, he like barely posts on Facebook, like my partner, that's who we're talking about now. But he has a personal brand. Like when, like, like when people see Chris, they know that he's really fastidious. It's not just his Virgo rising, but that's a really big part of it. They know that he's really fastidious. They know he's really organized. They know that he's like really, really, I'm trying to think of the right word to say it. Like He's, he's like a, not a super emotional guy. Like he's just really, really reserved and really like really, really calm, collected and empowered. And that's his personal brand. Like that's the brand that he has at his work. So regardless of whether you think you have a personal brand or not, you have a personal brand. Like if you're business is sharing memes all the time and like memes that don't really matter to your audience rather because memes can be a really fun way to boost your personal brand as a business owner. Um, If your business is sharing like random memes and you're just kind of sharing random content because you don't think that your personal brand matters or you think that that's inauthentic to have a personal brand, then like 
you do have a personal brand. It's just not working for you. Okay. Like, so it is really important to pay attention to how you're coming across online. And this really ties into that embodiment work into really embodying the energy that people are craving. And you embody that energy, yes, through your energetics, but through all the aspects that make up a personal brand. Okay. Like what would the visuals look like for somebody who really embodies this energy? What would the, what would the Instagram posts say for somebody who really embodied this energy? What would the, why don't I have examples? Why am I just like pulling from the air? Like what would their podcast sound like? What would their offers entail? if they were really, really committed to embodying the energy that their ideal clients are craving and that they can really channel from a place of confidence and from a place of power. Like what does your personal brand look like if you are a service provider who's 100% confident in your offer and your ability to deliver on that offer and your ability to help people? What would your personal brand look like? Because that's very, very important. And the reason that we focus on ideal client and in that embodiment work is because like when you're really embodying the energy that somebody's craving, like your personal brand really, really aligns. Like I spent all of 2019 not worrying about my personal brand. And that's one of the main things that I'm complimented on by like my clients and my business friends. It's like, oh, your brand is so amazing. Like, and my brand isn't super like aesthetic even though like it was really, really tempting for me to put a bunch of my energy into that because I used to be a graphic designer, but like my brand is very encouraging. It's uplifting. It's very much like you can create anything that you want to create. And it's very much like, I know how to help you. You can come to me for advice because a, that's the energy that my audience is craving. And B, those are all traits that I already had within myself. So I just amplified those traits through my social media and through my content, because I want to be really, really intentional with the energy that I'm directing to my audience. Okay. So I really hope that all of this is making sense to go over the four things that I think that you should really be focusing your energy on instead of worrying like, Oh, what time is the best time to post on Instagram? That doesn't fucking matter. Like if you can nail these four things, stop wasting your energy on everything else. Because if you can nail these four things, it is so much easier for everything to come into place. Like don't work on having the perfect website until you know what your ideal client's looking for, because like you don't need a website that looks like bestbuy.ca if you're a health coach, you know what I mean? Like if you know what your ideal client's looking for and you're able to really have a really good money mindset, a really good selling strategy and a really good personal branding approach, your website's going to just come together. You're going to have your offers on there enough times. You're going to really be willing to ask people to invest in your website. Your sales pages are going to be on lock. Like your about page is going to be great because you're going to be like a personal branding queen, you know, like all of those things will really, really come, come into play. Okay. So like if you can nail first aligning with your ideal client, second money mindset, third learning how to sell with soul and four nailing your personal brand. If you can nail all those things, everything else comes together. And like, if you still nail all these things and say you can't build your website, guess what? You'll be making enough money to hire a website designer. Cause if you nail all these four things, 
you've got everything you need to have clients. And if you've got clients, you've got money to come in that's coming in so that you can outsource the things that you don't want to learn or you don't really feel that you should have to learn. Okay. So you guys, this really sets a foundation for a deeply aligned business. Okay. Think about how it would feel to be able to create offers, welcome in and manifest money, sell out those offers in a heart centered in a heart centered and service oriented way. Like think about how that would feel to really feel that level of flow around your offers, around money, around how you're showing up and really around how you're able to connect with your ideal client. Think about how that would make literally every single part of your business easier. What would it give you to know that when you created an offer or when you shared an offer, you'd sell them out? What would it give you to be able to hit your income goals, no matter how high they were? Okay. That's like a major money mindset piece is like, having income goals that you can hit no matter how high they are. Because when your money mindset is on lock, you are so much more aware of the ways that you can make money, the ways that you can amplify the money that you already have, and the ways that you can really connect your offers with people. Okay. Think about what it would give you to have a goal pop into your head and think, oh, this isn't about if it's going to happen. This is about when it's going to happen. Okay. Like think about the possibilities that it would give you if you could sell out your offers like nobody's business, if you could hit your income goals like nobody's business, if you could reach your goals like nobody's business. And that's why I focus so heavily on these pillars with my clients because I know that you guys don't want to waste a bunch of energy on shit that doesn't matter. I'm not going to share with you social like a bunch of <clears throat> a bunch of social media strategy because especially when you're beginning, it doesn't matter. Like I'm a lot more intentional about my social media strategy in 2020, but like I wasn't worried about that before because I didn't need to be worried about that before. What I needed to worry about was nailing these four things. And now as my business has grown, as I'm going into my first like multi six figure year, like that's when it's really going to start to matter is to get more intentional with my with my, um, social media strategy. But until that point, like, I'm not going to stress myself out and I'm not going to, I wasn't going to like, feel like, Oh, I need to learn all of this before I'm ready to sell. Like, no, that, that doesn't make sense. It's just a waste of energy. Like eventually there'll be a point where you're really nailing your money mindset, your soulful selling, your personal branding, and you're really aligned to your ideal client then it's time to bring on sales funnels. Then it's time to get really intentional about your specific social media strategy. Then it's time to really, I don't, I'm trying to think of the right way to explain it. Then it's time to get more meticulous in terms of the specific strategies you're using. But if you're calling in your first five or $10,000 a month, sis, like save your energy because like it doesn't make sense. And that's why I'm launching a brand new offer in February that focuses exclusively on these things so that you can attract more clients. Cause that's really what it's about. Like if you're still in a phase of your business where you're wanting to attract more clients, then those four things are everything you need. Like if you're in a phase of your business, when you're like looking to create a membership site or like really expand in different ways and bring on new income streams and getting into like higher level business stuff, then it makes sense to be more strategic, but you don't need to waste your energy on that until then. Okay. So But that's why I'm launching a brand new offer, like I said, that focuses on aligning to your ideal client and doing embodiment work around that, money mindset, soulful selling, and personal branding. Because like I know that when you got all these things together, clients come in, 
Okay. Like if one of these things is off for you, you're going to have a hard time getting clients. Like that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Like that's just the way it is. Okay. But I'm launching a brand new offer that focuses exclusively on these things because that's how you attract more clients. Okay. This is going to be so, so exciting. And I can see a lot of you guys, well, not like, not like see, I'm not looking in your house while you listen to this podcast. In case you thought I was, I'm not. But like, I can really picture a lot of you guys saying things like, oh, I think I do have all these things together. Like I do have an abundance mindset. I do have a good personal brand. I do sell soulfully. If you're not hitting five or $10,000 a month, one of these things is missing. Like, I'd say 19 times out of 20, one of these things is missing. And if you think that you've got all of this unlocked and you're still not signing clients, then we need to book a clarity call because I will figure out what one of these things isn't working and we will figure out how to get you back on track. Because like you don't like most of the people listening to this podcast, I'd venture to say all at least at this point, but I don't know if this is like five years in the future and like my podcast has millions and millions of downloads. Maybe some of you guys have transcended this part point in business, but I'd say as things are standing now, most of you guys in business, all you need to be focusing on is these four things. Like if you've got a good money mindset, if you're really able to sell in a way that connects with you, sell your offer, if you've got a great personal brand. And before all of that, you're really able to embody what your ideal client is craving. You're really able to amplify the traits that you already have in a way that more deeply serves your audience then sis, you're fine. Okay. Now, like I said, I'm launching a brand new offer that I cannot figure out what the name is yet. So I'd love to share the name with you, but I can't because I don't know what it is, but it focuses exclusively on these things so that you can attract more clients because like, I want you to think about a business that you would invest in that doesn't have all of these things. Like, would you invest in a, would you invest in a business that wasn't showing up in the way that you want somebody who can solve this problem for you to show up. No, you wouldn't. Like, would you invest in a business with a shitty personal brand that doesn't make sense and is just sharing Kermit memes all the time, even though they're supposed to be like a VA service and it's just like being weird and is like throwing their drama all over their Instagram. No, you wouldn't. If you like, would you invest in a business that never sold you their offers? No, you wouldn't. Would you invest in a business that like felt like they were begging you for money because their money mindset wasn't unlocked? No, you wouldn't. So I want you to think, okay, well, if I really got all these things loaded, then what's next? Okay. Because really, if you got all these things loaded, what's next is making five and $10,000 a month. Like that, that's really what's next. But okay. This is why I'm launching this offer. But before that program launches, because it's not going to launch until February, I really wanted to launch this offer like three weeks ago. But guess what? It didn't come through until like the outline for this offer didn't come through until last week. I've been working on this offer since December and it just like wouldn't come through, which you know what? I love that for me. I love that I'm just constantly trying to sit and get this bread and make things happen. And spirits just like, actually, we're not gonna, we're not gonna let you know. And all of your tarot readings are going to be 
super fucking confusing. You're going to be asking for clarity and it's not going to come because it's eclipse season. So um, this offer is probably not going to be ready to go until February because I have like, I have like deliverables, like workbooks that I need to make in advance. And I'm also planning a really big event. Like I'm not sure if you've heard, but I've got intuitive expansion going on in Toronto and like people are even coming. Like I thought that I, like, I knew that I could plan an event. No problem. Did I know I could plan an event that people would come to? Absolutely not. But here we are being legends. You know, I'm really excited. So if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, you need to head to www.andreao.co slash intuitive expansion. And the link will also be in the description. Like if that was way too long of a URL for you to remember, but like people are coming you guys, and we only have a limited amount of tickets and people are coming. And this is going to be like a full day workshop on like how to really dive in and connect with your intuition, how to really receive wisdom from your intuition to have a super profitable business because like, your intuition knows what's up, okay? Your intuition isn't just about saying, like, he'd be a good boyfriend or he'd be a bad boyfriend. Like, you can sit there and say, oh, is now the time to launch this offer? Your intuition has the fucking answer, okay? It knows. Is now the time to hire this coach? Your intuition has the answer. It knows, okay? Is now the time to come to this event? I say yes, but your intuition might say no. I might have some minor beef with your intuition, but, like... Your intuition knows, okay? So what we're really doing in this event is we're teaching you how to more deeply connect to this intuition. And don't worry, if I explained the intuition part like garbage, that's fine because I'm not the one teaching on intuition, okay? My amazing client slash biz bestie slash queen of the divine, Natasha Mack, who is on Instagram at Rise with Natasha, like how bomb of an Instagram handle is that? And she has a podcast called Wake Up with Natasha. Okay. She's literally transcended this realm. Like I don't, I don't even understand. She is teaching you how to connect with your intuition because like that's what she coaches people on. She's now an intuitive coach for helping people more deeply connect to their intuition, more deeply connect with the divine. Okay. It's going to be incredible. And then I come in in the afternoon and I teach you what I just talked about in this podcast episode. I teach you about align to your ideal client. I teach you about money mindset. I teach you about soulful selling and I teach you about personal branding. Okay. So if you're like Andrea, I don't want to wait until February, like till the middle of February for this program to come out. The idea of that is making me very emotional. Then don't worry. Okay. Don't worry. Because you can just come to our event in Toronto, which like I was, I've been helping people like look at flights and figure out how they can make ways to make it happen. I don't understand how airfare is so cheap in America, but like you can fly from Arizona to this event round trip for like $300. Okay. So like this is legit like this is going to be major if you're flying from Arizona to Toronto probably bring a winter jacket you might have to buy one because I don't think Arizonians Arizonians Arizonans Arizonites mm, which one is it which one am I gonna go with Arizonians I don't think Arizonians really have like winter jackets like in their closet as a general rule but 
probably buy one, but then come to the event and you'll have room in your budget because airfare is so cheap and it's only one day and it's going to be legendary and iconic. And I'm very excited that me and Natasha are bringing this to you. Okay. So like I said, I'm teaching all of this way more in depth at www.andreao.co slash intuitive expansion. Well, that's where you get the tickets, but I'm teaching it way more in depth at the event. And I'm teaching this because this is meant to be a workshop to really help you grow your spiritual business, get more clients and have more abundance in your business. And that's the fastest way to do it. Okay. So really, this is all you need. Once you have this embodiment piece, this money mindset piece, this selling piece, and this personal branding piece, everything falls into place. Like everything gets so much easier. And I want that for you. I want your business to be easy. That's what I, that's why I do what I do. I want it to be easy and for you to have the tools to run a business that's aligned with your soul, with your soul's purpose. I'm so sorry. Biscuit just caught me off guard with a claw in my back just now. You know what? Like motherhood is a dream. It's just incredible. I love it so much. Okay. So again, I'm launching an offer all about these four things. That's like all I'm focusing on in this offer. It's going to come with a ton of workbooks, a ton of deliverables. It's going to be like a four month experience of transforming your business, like completely transforming your business and you. Okay. Cause when you learn how to do all these things, every part of your life gets better. Imagine being able to always know which restaurant you're going to because you get to choose because you're so good at choosing the restaurants and Bay doesn't win the restaurant argument anymore. Imagine having that kind of power. Okay. Imagine being able to welcome money and receive money from any and everywhere. Imagine being like so on top of your personal brand that you are in control of the image that you're putting out into the world at all time. Imagine being able to embody whatever energy that is the most beneficial to you at any single time. Like, who is she? Oh my God, you'll be such a legend. Okay, so this is really all you need. And once you have this, everything else falls into place. And if you think you have all these things, but you're not at your income goals yet, and you're not hitting your income goals, we need to book a call. You need to get on the phone with me. You need to DM me on Instagram, because I will tell you where you're missing out and what your next steps are. Okay, I love you a lot. Your business can be easy. You deserve this. Come to our event, Intuitive Expansion. The link is in the description. And I hope that you have an absolutely amazing rest of your day. Biscuit's sitting on my lap right now. He's pretending to be good. It's an illusion. I'm going to go snowshoe now. You're amazing. I hope that you have a really beautiful rest of your day. And you can have anything that you fucking want. Okay? I love you. Goodbye.